Good morning if you just joined us. It is Bristol's One Love Breakfast and uh, we're restarting our Extraordinary People section where we have an hour up close and personal. No music, not even music in the background. We might play a jingle in the middle. We've had some wonderful people to speak to uh, and all the interviews are available via podcast through iTunes and also through the BCFM radio uh, and One Love Breakfast sites. Ashley Jenkins is in with us this morning. Ashley, good morning. Good morning, Pat. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm really, really good. Now, you have the biggest grin on your face. I was listening to you a little bit uh, on the Midweek Sports Bar uh, yesterday. This is an opportunity. We all moan at you, right? Yeah. To, To spend an hour talking about you how does that feel yeah i do say you know but I, i'm not a big fan of talking about myself but <laughs> I, I, I i do it i, I, I do it for you do <laughs> um, say you know i do like oasis good so you like the wonderwall song then yeah i do that's important so for those listening that have never met ash or don't know anything about you let's I've got a little list of things that you've done. I'm looking about shark diving and all this kind of stuff. We'll move on to that in a second. But firstly, I said, explain to me uh, when we were off air your condition. So quadriplegic cerebral palsy. Yeah. You actually got that right for a change, but... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, it's, um, so it, it's a quadriplegic cerebral palsy. You need me wheelchair bound and it affects all four of my... All four of my limbs, my right side is more effective, uh, affected than my left. Um, but it doesn't mean I I can't do things as you know. I, as we'll find out. As you'll find out, I guess. Mm. Um, now you're you're really conscious, and we've had this conversation before, off air, that people listening uh, are going to have to tune in a little bit, and the analogy I use a little bit. Like when we're tuning into somebody that has, maybe we're in Spain, somebody that's got a really strong Spanish accent and we have to tune in really carefully. And I know that you've thought a lot about how, and you have to make real effort to shape your words and your speech so that people can understand you better. Would that be fair? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair to say. Um, I, 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 I'm speaking on radio. I never thought I'd be doing it, to be honest. And as I said before, it it really helps me with my confidence in my speech. Uh, I I think I'm understandable, but it's obvious that I got a speech impediment. Now, for some people with cerebral palsy, it takes them a lot of effort to speak. It takes me quite a bit of effort, but it's not. I'm not trying 100%. And now, I've, I've, I've reminded you not to swear at me on, on the radio, okay? Yep, All of right. course. <laughs> I don't swear. What, what are you on about? You have very colourful language. Ashley, how old are you? Um, I'm 28. Okay. Now, from the info that I've, I've, I've got, you, you've not always been in a chair. Was it at the age of eight? Yeah, it, it, it was around the age of eight where I got my first chair. Um, and I, when I got my first chair, it was apparent that I couldn't 
couldn't drive it. Um, yeah, I've seen him. I think you, you couldn't drive for S something something T. Yeah, you can drive. Tell us about your your early years and and some of your earliest memories of of you and and things around you. Where you were born and all that well, stuff. Well, I was actually born in South Mead Hospital, uh, Bristol, born and bred. Big up. <laughs> uh, yeah, indeed. Um, um, my 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 pe- my dad was in the army, so we moved around army army housing, quite a few houses. Um, I actually lived in Germany till I was two, um, and then moved back to England. Came to Bristol when I was six or seven. Um, and how I actually got around was by my hands and feet crawling. So. My my knees were always dirty and my hands were always dirty. <laughs> and um, not much has changed then, no. Of I hope you, wa- hope you wash your hands before you came in. I I did, I, I clean <laughs> for sure. Um, Early memories, you say, um, to living in army uh, houses. Some of them were quite nice, actually. Some of the army houses were, were, were quite cool because my one of my my eldest brother uh, was in Germany and all, all sorts of other places in the army as well. So yeah, they were yeah. quite nice. Some of the neighbourhoods, weren't they? Yeah, though? yeah, well, yeah as, as a real neighbourhood feel, and everyone watch out, watches out for everyone, and yeah, a sense of community, yeah, for sure. Tell us a little bit about your. Your your mum and your dad. Well, my 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 dad is from Fulton, and my mum grew up, grew up in Bellminster. I mean, it, it helped me. No question, it helped me shape it shaped who I am today. So um. And what what did, so dad was in the army. What did mum do? Mum just looked after me and my brother when my dad was on tour. And then when it got to a point where my mum was like, uh, my dad left the army after 22 years of service for uh, a royal engineer, I think. Yeah. Um, and it got to a point where my, my y- she said, you can be a stay-at-home husband and I'll go out and get a job for a change. Okay. Well, and what, and what did she do? Well, she did a bit of everything, like receptionist, and just like part-time jobs to help to help with the money situation. Um, actually, and then it, it's quite funny because moving on to what she does now, I obviously left home and she became became a, a carer. And and um, for people with um, mental health issues. Oh wow! Now you're you're one of a twin, aren't you? You've got a twin brother. Tell us about tell <laughs> us about your bro. Yeah, um, I'm I'm actually one one minute older than him. <laughs> oh, I can um, just imagine how you you make that count as well. You're um, the older one. Yeah, yeah, but people say I'm. I'm just, um, a lot of people say he's got a brawn and I've got the brains. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure whether that's true, but he um, he's my twin and we we grew up together and got away together and he um, he's a he's a big supporter and um, you know I, I wouldn't change him for the world. He's a, he's a actually partially 
death. Um, okay. Uh, and what's your relationship like with him? My my relationship is good. Um, he actually moved moved out of Bristol when he was sixteen. Got a job on the farm, and he's a manual. He's is a man in work course. Yeah, so he's a labourer on the farm, I guess. He's work, he's working on the farm, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Now, I, I want to try and get to the bottom of why you are so focused and determined. People told you that you wouldn't be able to swim, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, riding zip wires, right? Bungee jumping. Shark, shark <laughs> diving. Hang on, let me finish. Right? When in awards, um, and... All this stuff, people were on radio broadcasting. All this stuff, people were saying, "Look, mate, come on, be realistic. You just be in your chair, smile, get on with life." That's not you. Where, where did it come from? Well, yeah, that's not me. I, 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 I suppose it, it came from from a very young age because it came from my my. I say again, my parents. Yeah. Point of view was that we would go go and meet other parents and other kids with disabilities. That was fun and fun, and that's what you do as a young parent with with the kids with a disability because you want to meet like-minded people. How, how how important was that for you to meet others, not like you, but others and and other it, parents and, and and young people with. You know similarities in that sense. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's where I I saw it like so different. I mean, particularly my mum and dad's my my mum and dad's parenting of me because I remember my dad saying my mum and dad saying oh we we're, we're gonna take we're gonna go away and take take us take us um. And I'm skiing because my dad was a big skier, and 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 loads of the parents said you can't do that, and my dad was like, why? Why? Why can't I do that? I <laughs> I built him. My dad actually built me a seat on skis, a car seat. Wow. And um, got harness in the car and harness, shut the harness to the. I'm gonna I'm gonna call a call a ski bob because that's my okay. name for it. Yeah. And um, so if he let go of me, I I wouldn't go I wouldn't go just flying down the down the mountain. <laughs> so I was safe. But um, it was a lot of people's reaction was, oh, you you can't do it. That's it, it, not safe." And he's like, "What? Why can't?" I? <laughs> Why can't I do it? <laughs> so, um, so, so you've always been like that, really, and, and maybe from dad and mum just saying, listen, yeah. we're going to do as much stuff as we can, and we're going to adapt. Uh, I love that, the whole idea of the ski bob. I, 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 do you reckon you've got pictures somewhere? That would be amazing. Yeah, I have. That would be amazing to see. Actually, at what age were you? did you become aware, or from what, what you remember, did you become aware that you were different? To um, to your brother, and to, to other young people growing up. Well, I I I, I knew from a, a long age, but I mean, like like I said, it's it, the parenting style was very different. 
and, reg and, and I know now was very different to reg regarding me to other other people with disabilities. So growing up for you, I guess it was just quite normal. It was not everything was normal because your parents were supportive, your family were, yeah. and it encouraged you to say, "Do you know what? If you tell me, I can't do it." Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to laugh in your face. <laughs> and I wish I wish people were in the studio with us uh, this morning because Ash. Uh, Ash and I have spent a bit of time together at events and whatever, and sometimes we sneak a bit of rum in. Um, but A, he's got the most amazing sense of humour, but, but the thing I love about you, Ash, is, uh, yeah, is your positivity and, and your smile. Oh, well, no, I've just said it publicly. You. I've just said something nice. Thank you. About you. you were told that if you tried swimming, you wouldn't be able to turn unaided, and you would drown because your face would be uh, in the water. So don't, don't do it. What... What was your reaction to well, that? It, well, actually, um, it was my parents. My parents used to take me as a kid before I, before I got. Used to take a. Yeah. So he used to take me and my brother as a kid. And when it, obviously, when I got too heavy, when I started to grow, my my dis disability sort of grabbed hold of me, as it were. Um. It, it was too difficult, so I, you know, and then gain. I had to gain the confidence to, to first. I had to like learn how to throw, and then you you laugh at this because first time I actually floated in in the pool, I was so happy. I laughed, and then. I think egg, egg. I, I, it was just a vicious circle, and then it just grew from there because my my confidence my confidence grew. And but how about the fear? How about the fear of? So you're aware you, you you've grown up now. When you when you were a kid, you probably didn't realise that the difference and the limits maybe uh, on on in terms of what what was perceived you can do. Yeah, Come on, mate, you're 28. You're a grown man. So so when someone says to you, "Listen, this is dangerous," um, you know, uh, quadriplegic, cerebral palsy. Hang on a minute, you're not going to be able to do this. Was there not any fear in in your head? Yeah, yeah, well, but. But you know, I I I'm lucky to have twenty five care. I, I even 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 though that, that fear still existed with someone with me in the water in, to pull me up in case I needed it. Obviously, you still have that fear because I'm a I'm a vulnerable adult and you fear of like not being able to. Get yourself above the water if you need to, to. Sure. and your 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 safety completely relies on someone else, mm. in a sense. So, but after you get past it, so I I just want to mention one thing. Like in the beginning, if my face went underwater, you you needed to be a straight way to like. Rob me over or straight away to pull me up because if if I didn't know you were coming, I would obviously you'd have panicked. Start to yeah. panic. Yeah, and but that's part of it, isn't it? Is that if if you you have to have an incredible amount of trust and faith in other people sometimes, as well as confidence in in yourself. Otherwise, it's not going to work, is it? Yeah. No. I, no. I, absolutely. I think you know. 
and I, I, I say this a number of times to people. I'm largely, you know, a large degree of where I'm at today is because the people around me, um, you know, my care team has helped me massively. Um, I go traveling, which we'll, we'll come, in, come on to in a minute, I Yeah, guess. I've seen your Facebook snaps, um, mate. And, um, you know, it's really a large part, large part of my life because you have to put trust in someone hmm. you, you, at first you don't know and then you grow to know. Sure. Um, um, you went to uh, Shandag uh, Junior School and Broadland Secondary School. They're, they're both mainstream schools. Yeah. How was that for you? Do you think that was an advantage that that you went to those because you saw other people around doing stuff, or, or do you think um, it, it it hampered your development? How do you see it? I, I think I I think although I didn't enjoy school, I think you know I I would have rather been at a second a main a main school because I'm in. Disability schools, I don't know, special needs school, actual needs school, you might be, I, you may be put in a little bubble. Hmm. And uh, judged in a, ha, academically, how how did you do? How did how did you take your your kind of academic studies at school? Well, actually, I was put back a year. Okay. And um, because they thought I couldn't keep up with the workload. I was fine with that, but I actually left in year 10 mm-hmm. because I was being breed horrendously. And, then, you know, my brother stood by me. My brother was in a year above me. Yeah. My One of my be- best friends stood by me all through school. Um, I was actually his, his best man. Oh, I was wedding. In, in, um... June, June of this year. Oh, wow. So, um, I dread to think the stories that you would have told about him. Yeah, I yeah, I'll tell you after. <laughs> <laughs> when when you left in year ten at school, um, being a a victim of of, of, of bullying. Ha- um, can I, sorry, can I just say I I think that everyone having everyone gets bullied to a degree yeah. at school, but I think. Because my disability is so in your face, yeah. I think you know it. It just it it, it people people pick up on it, and actually one of the hidden hidden um hidden hidden things with CP is is called an aphrodite movement, and basically. Like when a loud noise happened, it didn't have to be loud. It just had to be sudden or something that yeah. I'm not expecting. Like I, I would jump massively, and my my right arm would go back. And if you anywhere near my right arm, you're probably gonna get a, a, a right hook to your face. <laughs> um, so, that's, that's and did that happen? Of, yeah, loads of time. It happens in day day lives. Yeah. My day, in my your day daily life, life. Uh, and it's something that sorry, it's something that I feel really self-conscious about. But and again, I, and again, I, kn- I know, I, it happens. I just try and get on with 
my mm. day. Like, I could be in the bar and someone could come in with a dog and as soon as I hear one, one bark, I'm in com- completely tense waiting for another bark. Right. It, it may, it may, I know it may not or may happen, but I can't. I can't not stop tensing. No, of course, but, but but at least you're aware, and so you're you're aware of those situations. When you look back at school now, and and you seem to have a very kind of philosophical um, uh, view on that. So many people listening will have been bullied for all sorts of reasons yeah. um, at school. So do. You, do you have a particular view of, of, of maybe people that, that bullied you? Do, you? do you forgive them? Do you understand? Um, well, you know, I, I do know, yeah, I do know that, yeah, in the teenagers, you know, mm. and, yeah, yeah, you know, when you're a teenager, you do a lot of growing up. It's, it's the time where you, you grow up. I do know that, you know, I, you know, Although I don't agree with any sort of a being, I you know you I understand I, that young people. I understand go that, that young people go through that, and actually I think you know again is one of the things that shaped me into who I am today. Okay, uh, Ash, you wouldn't believe it. We got halfway through. We're going to take the news, and then we're going to be back, and we're going to talk about some of the milestones in your life and uh, some of. Uh, the achievements, what you really think of Neil Max uh, as a broadcaster, this this will be fun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Extraordinary People. We've got, <laughs> We've got um, Ashley Jenkins in. Ashley uh, is uh, quadriplegic, uh, 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 cerebral palsy. Uh, that is his condition. Um, so if you're tuning in, uh, make sure you tune in really well. And when I say tuning in, I don't mean on 93.2, but tune in uh, on, on what he's saying. It's really, really important. And this is going to be available as a podcast as well. Good morning. This is the One Love Breakfast, live from inner city Bristol. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The One Love Breakfast is the people's choice. It's 9.33. Good morning and thank you for joining us. It's One of Breakfast live on BCFM and Ujima Radio and also online via Pirate Nation. Uh, every Wednesday, extraordinary people. Ashley Jenkins. He's 28 years of age. He has a twin brother. He is a broadcaster on the Midweek Sports Bar. He's a swimmer, a shark diver, a bungee jumper. Uh, he's won a positive mole model. Uh, Let's change that around. He's won a positive role model award, uh, a diversity award uh, for disability in 2018 for being uh, a a role model and an example to others Uh, he moved in on his own when he was 19 you might think yeah so what you know lots of people do that Um, but uh, Ashley uh, is quadriplegic uh, cerebral palsy that is his condition (laughs) have I said it right Ashley yes yeah thank you is that twice or three times in a row three times thank you go short go (laughs) short and um, Ash himself uh, is conscious, and I want you all to uh, be with us, that um, 
he makes extra special effort. Uh, well, probably like Colin and I do most breakfast mornings at seven o'clock with his speech. Um, and so tune in and, and, and listen carefully. Welcome back, Ashley. I know you haven't been anywhere, but we have with the news. How are you enjoying it so far, your first half hour? I am. You're putting, you're putting questions. Are you enjoying it? Say again. Your point, yeah, important question is, are you enjoying it? I am definitely enjoying it, and I've been I've been looking forward to talking to you because I always mess around and say, Ash, it's not about you, it's not about you, don't talk about you. But actually, um, I find you massively inspiring, and I've, and and there are things probably I didn't know. Um, some of the stuff you've told me in your first half hour that that you had a twin i didn't i didn't know that i knew you had a bro i knew you had a brother i didn't know he was a twin i didn't know that you were one minute older i didn't know you went skiing when you were a kid um and that you had like this ski bob and then i didn't know also that you went to a mainstream school so take us take us on the journey then so from you, you left in year 10 uh from mainstream school and what was the story with you then yeah um so I do my ICT GCSE yeah. in year 10 to, to get a year early and got a D because, I mean, I, I was up on my coursework yeah. and I um, and I did I did well in my coursework. And a D isn't, a D isn't too bad considering that I missed half the coursework. So um, I, I was pretty happy with that. So I think I, I think I got a U in those days, which was ungraded in one of my exams, mate. So I think you did pretty well. Come on, mate. you could do better. You could do better in that part. Don't don't <laughs> put yourself down. Um, but from there, I went to a special needs college, which was actually a boarding college. Okay. And it was my like it was my choice to go. Why? Why did you? Why did you choose it, Ashley? Uh, because I, you know, I, I didn't want to be made fun of uh, anymore. Um, and it's sad to say, oh yeah, but I was, I was, I was being quite a lot. And actually, I, I thought, I, I thought it would be different. But and actually, I realised that it went, it went on everywhere. So it's, I'm, I mean. I, it happened less at college, but but it still that doesn't mean that it didn't still went on to other people mm. as well as myself. And you you would have think people could have sympathised and people people a lot of people did, but and it it just went on to other you know went went on to other things and okay and so on and so forth. Yeah. How how conscious were you at the you know, year ten, year eleven, when you went into this conscious in, 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 into this college, of the the work that that your family were doing for you, were, were you conscious that, um, like many people, will some sort of they say these things? I don't want to be a burden. I I, I want to do this. I want you to have more free time. Did you ever feel that way that that, that you needed to do that because of that, or did it not enter your your mind? It, it didn't. It, it, it didn't enter my mind. Um, again, I, I, I mean, I'll say again. My, my, my upbringing from my, my parents was very different. 
I yeah, it came more apparent when I went to college because because I because I excuse me for saying this, but mm. I wasn't I wasn't wrapped up in cotton wool. Mm. Uh, like like s- some you you would think maybe maybe some of his students were wrapped up in cotton wool, and and. It, it it wasn't like that for me, and 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 not, I I saw that as a good thing because I, actually I did a lot of things for myself. And actually, I you know I, actually it, it let me go out on my own to like the shops and I could buy stuff on my own, which, which I do now. I I didn't need a car with me. At all times, if I don't want them to be, yeah. Um, you mo- you you moved out on your own, which which, in many ways, uh, possibly one one of the biggest decisions, one of the biggest moments in your life at the age of nineteen. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was really lucky to after college. I was really lucky because I I found out they were they were. The council was building two properties in Kingston, where I live now. I, I lived, I lived in my dad's, my dad, my parents moved there when I was six or seven. Yeah. So, I, I knew I was going to be close to my parents. I knew I was going to be close to my dad and mum. And this is the part where. You know, I, I'm gonna sing, sing my mum, my mum's praises because she fought tooth and nail to to get to get that property for me. And actually, you have to be, you have to be seen to be really quite abrupt and nasty because it, it, your your protocol is that you need to say to your social services or the social worker, but she said that I'm at the age of eighteen. I'm kicking ass out. He's mm. not. He's not. He's not living here. You he, he need to find. find you need to find a house for him. I don't want him to go in the home. I want him to live independently with twenty-four care. And I want him to live in the house. And at the time, I I kicked and screamed. Because I, you know, it, I was sitting and I, you know, I thought she was being nasty. And actually, now I, I see that I wouldn't be I, as independent I, I, as I you are now. I wouldn't be as independent as I am now. And it must have been. It must have been for Mum. Yeah. A really, really difficult thing to do, knowing that maybe. At the time, you didn't get it. Maybe at the time, you didn't understand that actually it was, it was for you um, yeah. to, 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 if you like, kick your backside into that. All right, it's time to be independent, and you've not looked back in many ways, have you? No, I mean, like, I mean, that's why I feel so lucky because I, I, I'm 20 now. I live a really independent life given my situation. Um, uh, uh, I, I've, I think, 
I think that's one of the biggest moments in my life because it kicks, it kickstarted everything, mm. everything off. And yeah, yeah, people, yeah, I, in my situation, my age, who are actually struggling, struggling to get care, and 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 to live in the a house with one-to-one to one care. Nowadays, it would put you in shared, house, shared yeah. housing because it's cheaper. And on the on the council and the staff, uh, you employ or uh, your employee are overstretched because actually you're looking after two or three people and uh, actually it'll be stopping you. It could theoretically be stopping you from going out mm. if, if I wanted to go let's say to a, a cinema or a pub I could do that because you know, it's one to one care but if I was in shed housing you, know, you need to think of people might need changing they might need getting up and they might need feeding so you wouldn't get that you, you wouldn't get that you same wouldn't get that level of of care you with actually I'm going to ask you a question I don't know if anyone's ever asked this to you before um, but I suppose we could, we could do it on a percentage basis right how much of your disability how much does that define you as an, in, an individual well yeah I, I've never been a I, I, I've, you're right, I've never been asked that. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. I, in my head, I, I'm trying to prove, when I go on these crazy challenges, I will call them crazy because people in my situation don't do them. I could say that with confidence. Yeah. But um, I, 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 I do tend to for two things one because I'm crazy <laughs> two because I I, I just want to prove people wrong and inspire people so I guess um, so that's technically free but <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll move on <laughs> yeah we'll give you that one so you you haven't just learnt to swim right um, you did a charity mile swim in 2016 what brought that about or was it that again never say never i'm not i'm you know people say i can't do it so i'm going to do it what 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 brought it out and 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 how did it how did it go well if i said that i was gonna i always said if i was gonna do something for charity yeah it was gonna be big Mm. it was gonna be a challenge for me which it was and that that was my thinking behind it. It needs to be a decent challenge. I'm gonna find to forget. I'm gonna need to train for. Uh, and I I remember telling my mum. My mum was a my mum a cautious person, and her uh, her heart is in the right place. But she, when I told you she was gonna, I was gonna do my own. She was like. I start with half a mile, yeah. and, and then and then work up, and I was like, no, no, straight, straight off. Um, 
And, and yeah, I wanted to give back to the charity that has helped me, or have helped me, Cerebral Body Press, mm. which is a Bristol-based charity, and Free, free Ways Hydropool, which at uh, Hydropool, I was getting physio in the Hydropool, yeah. which massively helped me in my journey of how to swim. So how long did it take you to train? Uh, mate, a mile, right? Yeah. So I can swim. There is no way in the world that you would even... No, that I wouldn't do it. I don't think I physically could swim a mile. It's a, it's a long distance. Yeah, I, I mean, I started training, like, training. I was training for a good couple of months. But... Your pool didn't let me train for any any longer in, longer in an hour, so I I at the time I wouldn't train. So it was limited your training opportunity. Yeah, so, so bear in mind that I I I've only I only done an hour at a time. Yeah. I had to d- I went in to do it under four hours. I I did it, but but I am. Um, but I, I was I was tired because it's it, it at the time it was the youngest I'd been in the pool mm. because it it as a wouldn't let me train very longer than that hour. How much how much you managed to raise, Ash? Five thousand three hundred and fifty. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm looking here uh, the biggest bungee jumping uh, in the world, the biggest zip wire in the world. Come on. Why have you? Why have you got to go extra? Why can't you just go on a normal, on a normal everyday Did zip wire and say, "Look, look, everyone, I've done a zip wire." Yeah, I, I was on a, I, I was on a holiday, and I wanted to do as many adrenaline things as I could. Are you a bit of an adrenaline junkie in that way? Do you like do Do you like the buzz of doing I, exciting things? Yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> I, I love it, but I never ever ever said that I wasn't scared. I, I, Were you? Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I, yeah, because it's not a bungee jump. It was a bungee throw because. <sighs> That's even worse. Because. <laughs> yeah, Colin Moody's in and out just giggling. Because. Did you say? Did you say a bungee throw? Yeah, because basically, yeah, so I can't, I can't remember. So basically, yeah, had to walk me to the edge. Um, and basically. From two well, I had to get other side to carry me to the edge oh and physically throw me off the edge because I needed to make sure that I cleared the platform. Do you know what? If someone would have given me and Magsy that job, we would have paid 500 quid each yeah. to be able to throw you. To be <laughs> Could have made another 10 grand out of that. Yeah. Who wants to chuck you oh. on the big bungee rope? So how are you feeling then? I mean, you're, you're, you're kind of in that situation and now you've just been chucked. Uh, yeah. But his, like his, the hardest part was actually getting to where I did the bungee jump because okay. it's, it, it was in the middle of a bridge, so so really high. Yeah, and my chair, it was in it, well, in the bungee jump was in South Africa, so having having yes, safety. There's no, there's no way that they would let me do it in England. Mm. I, I, I mean, I had to get to the middle of a bridge 
which was scarier. So you took advantage of the uh, South Africans' uh, lack of uh, <laughs> lack of stringent health. Yeah. <laughs> but fast forward a bit. Yeah. So they had me. They were about to cut me off. Um, I w- I was saying I'll show you your video afterwards because I got yeah I got a video. Okay. And um, I I was saying calm down, just calm down, just just calm me down, just don't fill me up, just without me knowing it, you're gonna do it. And so, so was it a ten countdown or a five? It was such a quick countdown, quick five count, five count. Well, like like um, five, four, three, two, one, uh, gone. It, it was. Just because you can't say no, um, you you see me on the you see me on the video, just at the last minute go why, because I, I was I get down, um basically your bungee your bungee only goes halfway down the gorge, but there's a there's a river there's a river at bum, <laughs> I honestly looks like a tiny shrimp. Wow. Um, so it's that high? Yeah, it's over seven. Well, your bungee jump was at seven hundred feet. Gosh, mate, you've done so much, right? And I, and I need to say to you as well, listening to you as a broadcaster and meeting you, uh, and talking with you, and we've had some jokes. We've been. I'm not going to mention where they were, but we've been to places, and it's quite funny. And you've arrived before me. I said, right, Ash, how are you? He said, Yeah, I'm fine. Do you know what? I've been here 15 minutes, and nobody's bothered to talk to me. No one's mm. bothered. Do you remember that? We won't say where it was. <laughs> yeah, right. I do. And and, and I'm going I'm to ask you, how do you feel? We, we've we've joked about this because we spoke. Uh, we sat in the bar quite late with me, my wife. Uh, and others and you uh, talking. The way sometimes people will look at you, treat you like a baby, tap your head and go, ah, what's your name then? And ha- how do you feel when when people kind of treat you in that way? I kind of laugh in my head because as soon as they start speaking, and this is, this is where I would... Yeah, I would drop, I would, I would drop swearing into the conversation <laughs> because people d- just don't. Like, as soon as they hear me speak, they're like, "Oh, I, I excuse me for saying this, hmm. but as soon as soon as they hear me speak, it's like, oh, you've got a brain. You can, you can actually understand what I'm saying to you.' So they'll make it. So, so they'll make uh, an assumption that you lack intelligence, or make an assumption yeah, that yeah, you don't understand them. I, I guess they're making the assumption that, and I, 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 I'm not getting out of people for doing this. I mean, because you have no, no idea what, um, whether I've got a learning to. Difficulty or not, yeah. But people make there's something rightly or wrongly that I might not be able to to speak, or I might not be able to understand them, or I might have a learning to. Well, Ash, to be fair, you did get a D. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, but, but you, but you got a youth. So, so who wins? Uh, All right, you win. I don't know. So we 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 haven't got lo- loads of time left. But um, before I finish my last bit, what I want to say to you is that whether you've swam a mile, whether you've even started to swim, 
whether you've won an award, uh, whether you've done bungee jumping and blooming kissing and diving with sharks and all that kind of stuff. I know you didn't kiss sharks, but literally they were they were closer. They were cl- they were about the distance between me and Colin. Wow, and that's just like a yard or so. But what I wanted to say to you is, is actually, um, you're in my book, and and not just mine. And I'm not being patronising because if you speak to anybody that that works with you and people that know you, you're in a, you're an inspiration anyway. And the reason you are is because you know you're a broadcaster. You you have an amazing conversations with people. You're a role model for many as well. And I think that's that 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 that's. That's really, really important. Do, do you see yourself as somebody that others, and I'm talking about able-bodied people, people that, that may have varying uh, disabilities, that will look and say, look, Ash, Ash is doing it because history is littered. And no, that's the wrong word. I'm not going to use littered. History, history is filled with people that, that we look to and say, do you know what? If this person did it, they've inspired me to do it. Um, do you feel on your shoulders in some way that that you are inspirational? Well, I've, I've heard it many times. Um, I, I, in the way I see it, I just lived my life how, how I want to live it. And I never imagined being on... Be, I never imagined being a broadcaster, but after my after my mother's swim, it became a. I just sat back, and what what happened happened, and that, yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, and I re, I really enjoy it, and I I wouldn't change it for the world. So, uh, do I see myself as an inspiring person? Not, not really. Um, oh, come on. Stop being modest. If the microphone wasn't on and we'd had a rum or two, w- would your answer be different? Or, or, or are you being serious? Into, cause I, I'm being deadly serious. I mean, I do what I do to inspire, inspire people, but I don't necessarily see my, myself as an inspiring person. I just see myself living my life how I want to live it. And where I've got to has been amazing. I received largely because I'm now, I would say, I'm now involved in, in radio. I'm, I'm coming on to bigger stuff. Mm. I'm, I've been in, uh, I've been in uh, the swimming times, two big, two big spread. I've been in, uh, I'm going to be in uh, open water swimming which is a national magazine, international magazine for open water swimmers because I, I just completed my first open water swim wow. as part of a triathlon. So, so like it or not, you're, you're inspirational to people, whether you like it or not. We've got literally um, almost a minute left. Ash, if, if, if you wanted somebody to write something, an intro about you, or, or say, how do you define yourself? You know, hey, my name's Ash. Complete the sentence for me, right? Hi. My name's Ashley. I just, I just live my life one day at a time. Wow. Ash, um, it has been amazing talking to you. There is going to be links that we're going to share uh, on the BCFM Radio Facebook page. Uh, this interview will go out as a podcast on iTunes as well. And um, I wanted to be able to say I didn't enjoy this at all. Um, but I can't bet you did. I know, we have a little bit of banter. You didn't, you didn't, play, a, you didn't play a song, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I played one at the beginning, but that's because we've had more time to talk 
to you, uh, which has import- right. been important. That's not a bad thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, obviously. I promised that I'd say uh, Neil Maggs, all right, and, and we've gone through this as well, right? Who is a better broadcaster? Pat Hart, <laughs> Nick Day, Neil Maggs, or Anthony Barnett? Uh, Pat Hart. <sighs> Do you know, you say the nicest things. Um, Sorry, Magsy. <laughs> it's 2-0 two, it's two now. Ash, when are you back on the sports bar? Uh, well, I was on yeah, yesterday, but I'll probably be on in the next two weeks, I guess. All right, mate, listen. Uh, look after yourself, and you truly are an extraordinary person. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Ash Jenkins, everybody. That is it. is Bristol's BCFM on 93.2 online and on your mobile. BCFM is an award-winning community radio station for Bristol, bringing you national news on the hour. Live from the Sky News Centre.